This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, before we get the show started, Horse Radio Network for the first time has a wide selection of Horse Radio Network merchandise available for the holidays. Hats, saddle pads, masks, clothing, mugs, and so much more, either screen printed or embroidered. Get your orders in now for you or your HRN listening friends. Visit horseradionetwork.com and click on the banner on the homepage today. Happy holidays, everybody. Well, good morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network. It's Cyber Monday, y'all. It's November 30th, episode 2569, brought to you today by Kevin Equine. Good morning, Horse World. And enjoy this look back at a winner, the winner that opened Radiothon 2017. 2017? I had 2107 written down there. See, you read what's written. It's weird. (laughs) 2107. That's a lot of radio sponsors for now. But let's take a a look back. It was the night before Christmas at Flyover Farm. Not a creature was stirring, all quiet in the barn. The licky things hung on each stall with care. From our dear Uncle Jimmy, Santa soon too would be there. Everyone's safe, the chickens snug in their roost, except for one Houdini, a Mustang named Zeus. Helena and Buck were cozy in bed, enjoying their first Christmas as newlyweds. When out in the field, there arose such a clatter. Glenn sprung from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, he flew up ten feet, only to find Scooter throwing his ball and wanting a treat. (laughs) The moon on the crest of the new-fallen snow came Reese doing tempies and pirouettes on hello. When what to my wandering eyes looked so vast, but a miniature sleigh pulled by eight giant drafts with a mighty fine driver and carol she'd sing. I knew in a moment it must be Doc Wendy Ying. More rapid than Pharaoh, Nyquist, or Chrome, she whistled and shouted and headed towards home. Now Nigel, now Brody, now Scooter and Thor. On Chili, on Dante, oh look, there's more. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As I drew in my head and was turning around, the HRN host came down with a bound, and in our hung stocking we would hope to find KPP, Omega Alpha, and those awesome smooth strides. On this eve of Christmas, we'll be out feeding hay, and come in all muddy, much to our horse hubby's dismay. We'll be feeding and sweeping and mucking the stall to make sure our beloved horses are safe one and all. Now one can't forget our dear Leslie Wiley, because without her, Mondays would be so much less smiley. As a child, she pleaded with only one Christmas dream. She finally got her pony princess, and oh, what a team. It's been a great year. HRN's going strong. Awesome guests, lots of laughs, and the sheath cleaning song. So while doing our chores or heading to work with a yawn, we'll be thankful to listen to this year's Radiothon. We are especially grateful for all of the hosts, and soon comes the grand prize one winner will boast. At the end of the 12th hour, Glenn will say it with delight, Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good night. 
that bring oh back my memories? God. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Who's, who did that? I don't know. That's part of the problem is some of these, because I edited them down, I only have the edited versions now, and I don't know who did them. <gasps> so. Whoever did that is so clever. I forgot. I forgot about that one. I, well, there's been so many. <laughs> there's been hundreds. <laughs> that was great. That's why that like, so playing them now. We're all hearing them for the first time again, right? It's yeah, just, exactly. I, I'm bittersweet today. I woke up and there, there. Wendy wasn't in the house, and Jemmy wasn't here, and Charlotte wasn't coming over, and it was all quiet, and I wasn't stressed out to the max. Uh, you know, but it was just kind of bittersweet. You know, I, I do miss it, uh, but there was no way I was going to get ready for this. There was just no way. Well, in honor of Radiothon, boss, what we decided to do is take a look back throughout the show and play some of these voicemail packages so you feel nice and stressed out immediately. <laughs> Plus, we're going to put in an old interview from Radiothon, so it'll be fine. It'll you'll be, be fine. We'll, we'll have a little back. You'll find a way back. to stress out. Yes, and and uh, yeah, I probably will. I usually do, but I but no, so much not stressed this morning when I was getting ready for the show. It's like weird, but I, uh, we're we're sorry it's not here. But twenty twenty one is a new year. We'll have vaccines and we'll all be out doing the world again. So hopefully we can we can get back to normal with uh, another radiothon next year. But today we're going to start with some daily winnies. And as usual, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy, happy birthday to you. <laughs> we have some auditor birthdays today, and you don't even need to do the disclaimer. Ha! Huh. Uh, Debbie Marcus, April Shapiro, Mo Meyer, and Larry McCormick. Happy birthday to wow. all of you. I got lucky nice today. Work. I got lucky. All right, your turn. I wanted to welcome our new auditors. These are people that decide to become a part of the show and they can also go join the Facebook page. This is where we get our equestrian first world problems from. So if you haven't done that, please go find it. How do they find it on Facebook, Glenn? Go, uh, actually, go to our website, horseradionetwork.com, and just scroll down the right-hand side of the page to come to the auditor banner. And for as little as $3 a month, you too can join the party. That's great, but that's not what I ask you. <laughs> how on earth do they join the facebook page that they have to sign up first you have to go yes. do your three dollars a month and then you go to hrn auditors on facebook okay gotcha hrn auditors uh polly hickson mary westman judy passmore lynn Perani, and hannah barker raised her pledge so thanks guys sloppy meaning Thank you very much. And also, I wanted to mention that you only have about 10 more days to get the Horse Radio Network embroidered items. If you go to horseradionetwork.com slash gifts, you'll find the embroidered items, you'll find the masks, uh, the screen printed items, all the different screen printed items. But the embroidered items, because they take a little longer, uh, you'll, you'll have to you have about 10 more days to get those. And that's hats and saddle pads and all coats and jackets and vests and all kinds of stuff. So, uh, and we work with our partners over at the Distance Depot for all the embroidered stuff. You wore your mask when you were at uh, Universal Studios. Was it comfortable? That is the best. I, I, I'm, I'm not lying here. And I didn't so, ask I'm, you this, so I don't know the answer. No. 
So my mom gave me a mask and it has like chickens on it or something, you know? And then like I bought, I had originally bought some off of Amazon, which like you might as well choke yourself out. Like you want to die. Like you can't even breathe. I have one of those uh, that I use for then, the hospitals and stuff. It's like 18 layers. Yeah. Yeah. I just, and I couldn't breathe at all in that one. And then I got the one from my mom and that wasn't comfortable. It was like, like gritty almost and like really thick material. And that mask of the Horse Radio Network, not to be whatever, is fantastic. It is light. You can breathe through it. It's comfortable. It doesn't make me look like I have Spock ears, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, mine, so I, mine all, because my head's so big, I look like Spock ears any mask I wear. Yeah, uh, and I, I feel weird promoting masks because I feel like every store has them, yeah. but I'm telling you, this is the best. Uh, they're pretty awesome. And they're cool lot. looking. It has our logo on the front with our little horsey microphone guys. Uh, and I, Emily from Anchorage, Alaska has one, and she was out doing carriage rides with her Percherons. And I'm going to post that picture as our show notes picture today. And I met Ben the Percheron when we were up there, and she was wearing her mask. Her, and she got the black with our logo. Looks really good, actually. I, I got the royal blue. I really like it. Um, but the black one looks great, too. And it matched her Percheron, matched which her is black the most Percheron. important. Yep, that's right. So I'm going to post that as our picture for the day. You know, one of the things we try to do at Radiothon is we try to highlight smaller businesses through their advertising and prizes. Well, obviously, we didn't get a chance to do that today. So what I'm going to do all the way through the show is when you hear this. And here's another Horse Radio Network holiday gift idea. I went on to the Facebook nice. page. I went on to the Facebook page for all the retailers that I belong to, and they all kind of know us. And I asked them what sales are they having for Cyber Monday. So throughout the show, I have ten of these that I'm just going to mention a couple at a time. But you don't have to remember any of this. Just go to our show notes. Every one of these will be listed in our show notes with a link. If Where some, can people find show notes? Right on their podcast player. You. Right there, where our episode is, there are show notes someplace. You swipe really? left or swipe right or up or down or every podcast player is different, but the show notes are right there. Or you can go to our website at horseradionetwork.com and find it. That's there, really too. organized and fancy of you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Actually, I didn't do it. The <laughs> podcast people did it. but I have nothing to do with any of the production that goes on <laughs> to this show, by the way. <laughs> I hate listening to a podcast and you're driving or you're doing whatever. And then you go, I got to find that link to a book or whatever. And then you, it's not in their show notes. It's like... I'm not listening back a second time. So you'll find all of these in our show notes. And I'll highlight a couple of them right here. Somerset Equestrian Trading has 25% off all products, bridles, show coats, jewelry, and much more. And some that you won't find anywhere else. And uh, you can find that link in our show notes. None Finer, our good friends, John, over at None Finer Products, is offering 15% off and free shipping in the USA at $150 or more. And I know you use None Finer Products, uh, really well known in the eventing world. From bridles to breastplates, None Finer is known for their quality. So there's 15% off and free shipping at $150 or more at nunfiner.com. And what's I'm great about Nunfiner is that the John who created every all the products and all the things, he also is an inventor. So anything that you find that he is selling is going to be useful. Absolutely. And uh, you know, I work there, so I know about the quality of the products and what goes into it too. And also one more right now, the Glamorous Cowgirl has deals on gift cards throughout the day, plus a doorbuster specials, and that's at GlamorousCowgirlTac.com. They have all kinds of stuff over there. So if you're into the Cowgirl stuff, they have it. And I have two of them today that have deals on gift cards. That's a good deal. If you can get a gift card at 20% off and then give it at full value, 
That's a pretty cool thing because you know I do like giving gift cards. But uh, so we used to do that the in our store. We used to do it the day before. We used to do it on on Christmas Eve because then all the husbands <laughs> would just go on and buy them, and we'd sell a ton of gift cards that day. It's a good idea. So we'll we'll do some more of those as we go through the show. Uh, now, did you go see that horse that we talked about on Friday? You read the really bad ad. I did. I read that ad on that white horse, and uh, he's a senior. Needed some help, and uh, I th- I thought I should help him, but he was an hour and twenty minutes away. So I just and the guy had said we got a cut on his hip and all this nonsense. Anyway, I was like, just send me pictures of the cut, because what somebody in the middle of nowhere Oklahoma considers a flesh wound, and yeah, what I consider could be the whole a flesh legs wound, gone. Yeah, 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 it's very different. It can be very different, <laughs> and he just totally ghosted me. Yeah. Like didn't yeah. even reply to anything. I think I think Scam. me asking if he had the vet out was probably yeah. the deal. You one did one step too far, Jamie. <laughs> oh, I did it just asked too many questions about this horse. She knew so you or he knew yeah. you were gonna be a pain in the ass. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Which is fine. I am and, and I get it. But I mean, I would have bought the horse if they just would have sent me a picture and it's something that I was like, okay, he really needs a vet. I can help him. Or is it something? I I don't know. I I just thought if he's going to ghost me and, and again, it's not like he just ghosted me with that picture. I kept asking, so what's your schedule today? How's it looking? Nothing, no responses. So I'll, I'll have to go see him another day. Well, I want to ask you. you I have to email him from Chad's phone. <laughs> you have some horses in training right now, too, right? I do. I do. I just got two yesterday. Um, so I had two horses. One, his name was, um, let's see, there's so many that have come through here. Uh, but his name was To Seek or Not To Seek. And oh, his, that's a cool uh, name. Yeah, they so call they him called seek? him Hamlet. Oh, <laughs> And to me, I call him George. I don't really ever rename the horses because it gets too confusing, but he was just like kind of a so George. So if you have two and are they George one and George two? Uh, it just this one was George. Oh, okay. He just reminded me of a George. He was kind of a big doofus and he didn't, I mean, he came to me not leading. He and all the Georges no out attention there who span. are now pissed, could you please email Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com? Yeah. yeah. No, he just, he was kind of like a, like a, a dude he was just kind of a dude you know not not to say that georges are idiots but he just he was just a big kind of like a george like i don't know he reminds me of george of the jungle so anyway i had him and i mean he was a mess and i got to where he, in the arena walk track canter trail ride nothing no problem i even popped him over a little cross rail like he's totally cool so he he went back and then i had a mare that had um really when she came, she still had her race plates on and they were kind of, our feet were a mess. So I got the shoes pulled. I, I pay for that stuff myself because I can't train them, if they, but it's a rescue. It's just kind of what I, my gift to them is by shoeing them and stuff. And so anyway, they came, I reset her feet, uh, put some regular shoes on and she was pretty sore for about four or five days. I think just the changing of the, the making the angles correct, after her feet were so long, but by the end, um, they, she, they're both here like 10, 11 days. And by the end you can get on her and ride around. She's going to be one of those that needs to be an experienced home, but that was what we did with her. And so I went and got yesterday, I picked up two more, one that has already been adopted and his name is Sedona Sunset. Sid. Aww, and the sunsets are beautiful in Sedona. No question. Well, and it's funny. He's black. 
<laughs> she's not he's bright like, yellow. He's not uh, amber colored or orange. Yeah, he's no. like a red chestnut. No, he's black. And so she's like, oh, I can't, can't call him Sonny. You know, he's black. So she calls him Sid. So anyway, Sid's here. He just got here yesterday. And then another one um, who is here, and he's going to be a, a trail horse. He had some former uh, issues with his an- one of his ankles, so he's not going to be able to jump, but he'll be able to at least get on and go and trail ride. So um, we'll see how those how those go. They're, it's exciting. And then I have the one here that has the silver tail, and he is it's a bay horse with a silver tail. I'd never seen that before. Hmm. Apparently, it's a thing. One of the auditors let me know what that's called, which I can't pronounce. And um, it was pretty cool. So uh, I've got those three in training and then all of mine. So we did our Christmas pictures over the weekend. Oh, did you? Uh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So my plan to do our Christmas picture. Well, now you have was, to get, can't give it away or I won't be surprised. Well, I tell you what I planned. Okay. I, I, you, you don't need to be surprised. Okay. So my plan was to take Miles and Stanley, which are both yearlings, and go out to the pond and like stand there and take the pictures holding the yearlings. And the next year they'd be two, and I'd hold them. And then the next year we could be sitting on them. You know, once they're three. Well, that's a good idea. That's a and good long term like, plan. Look at you thinking ahead. Yeah. And so I looked outside and they were at the very back part of the pasture and laying down right outside my house was Duke. He was laying (laughs) in the grass. And I was like, hey, guys, let's go quick. Duke's laying down. So we got some great family photos with the Duke. Laying down? Did he stay laying (laughs) down? Yeah, he stayed laying down. He stayed laying down until my Jack Russell jumped up on his back. (laughs) Then he was like, "Okay, I'm done. I'm done. But we got it. Got it. Got you get professionals to do it. Uh, yeah, I hired my sister-in-law <laughs> who's got a fancy camera. So no, I, I, she could be a professional, but she's not. So your pictures just, are always fantastic. So yeah, oh, that's why I ask because they look professional. Usually yeah. I just have a camera sitting on a, like a j- jump, you know, <laughs> or something. <laughs> they did. They definitely look better than even, you know, cell phone cameras usually. But I'm excited yeah. to see it now. Yeah, no. Well, maybe you'll get one. Well, I got, I got to, I have to tell you, and then we'll get on with the show. Uh, we have, we decided uh, to pull, I know we played a couple of the interviews from past Radiothons last week. Jennifer put those together. And we're going to have another episode for you tomorrow that'll be Radiothon stuff. But um, today we decided to pull Peggy Rowe, Mike Rowe's mom, uh, who we interviewed a couple of years ago, and she was terrific. So we would love to listen to that interview again, which is why we pulled that particular one. Uh, but yeah, I shopped all day yesterday uh, for the hosts, and every year I get the ho- I try and get the host something unique. And Jamie, what'd you give it last year? Oh my gosh, I got the most beautiful woven blanket with the HRN logo on it. You're screwed because that was the coolest. I know thing ever. I was really screwed when I started looking this year and going, "Oh damn, what do I do this year?" Uh, but I found something that is just as custom and I think is a lot of fun. So I, but I had to order them all separately yesterday. We have almost thirty hosts. So it was an entire morning of ordering these uh, these custom products, but that'll be on the way. But I have to tell you, and I'm just going to tell you this because so you can look forward to it. You know, we did the Thanksgiving night. We had a little get together with the auditors on Zoom. Well, the auditors on Zoom came up with a fantastic gift idea for you. For me? And, yes. And while I was on Zoom, I found one and bought it. Oh god. So that'll be shipped separately and I the request that we all have is that when you get this and I'll put on the box, I'll say open with Chad. Chad has to be filming you 
when opening this gift. (laughs) That's the rule. You cannot open it unless Chad is filming. And this isn't my doing. This is the auditor's doing. Okay. Chad's going to be gone a lot this month. Does it have to be Chad or can it be Abby? It can be Abby. That's fine. Although we would love to see Chad's uh, reaction. But but, uh, Abby will do fine. And it's your reaction we're looking for. But it must be filmed as you're opening it. Uh, We'll call it an unboxing. Okay. Okay. All right. So I you don't have know. that to look forward to, right, this month. Uh, that was all they're doing. I didn't come up with this idea. I better step up my gift game then. <laughs> I'm on Amazon right now. Let's see what's on the deals of the day. <laughs> but uh, this is a classic. I feel like I just sent you presents, okay? You did, actually. I, I, all of you did. Uh, about 100 of you did, actually. So, yeah, I'm good for a while. How uh, are how are the things going? Because didn't I get you? What did I get you? I got you, like, Play-Doh I haven't or tried something? the Play-Doh yet. Okay. Uh, that I haven't tried yet. I was actually saving that for, for one of our trips coming up. I was going to bring the play No, you're not. Along. You're going to give it to no, a kid. No, I was going to bring what I would do. No, I want to play with it. Uh, so, <laughs> are you Have kidding? you, have you, you know snuggled me? with your My Little Pony? Um... Uh, that is going in a box of crap that will be given out <laughs> very shortly. <laughs> I love <laughs> the honesty. <laughs> That's going to be given out very shortly. Uh, all right. We gave away a lot of gifts on uh, past Radiothons. I think I figured it out, and it's close to $50,000 worth over the last five Five years. Who the hell gives away that many gifts on a podcast? Nobody. So uh, to get those gifts, you, you know have. To- I got to tell you, let me let me make you step up your game. There's one podcast I listen to, and they do a giveaway constantly, and it's booze. So mm, yeah, but I it ain't like- worth as much as our fifty thousand dollars in gifts. No, but it's booze. Yeah, but and- <laughs> I I would my insurance agent wouldn't let me give away no, booze. I guarantee no, you that. No, I don't know how they do it. Okay, I'm just saying. Just yeah. saying. But to get those gifts at the end of every Radiothon, you had to submit a voicemail. And I've been plucking out some of the ones that I thought were a lot of fun, usually the songs or, or really good poems. And I'm still back in 2016 for this, for this batch, and I don't know all the names, and I apologize. So here's the latest package of voicemails from 2016. And you're going you're gonna to go down memory lane again there, Jamie. Oh, I already heard Chad's You have reached the Horse Radio Network voicemail line. Please leave your voicemail after the tone. <laughs> Radiothon 2016. Just want you to know that I am listening. All the way from Hawaii, in paradise you'll find me. My favorite show is Horses in the Morning. Glenn the Geek and Jamie Jennings make me laugh in the mornings. They asked me to say my fantasy ride today. Latigo Donna, a.k.a. Hollywood from L.A. Aloha, this is Laura Berry from Hawaii, wishing you a happy Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon. Melikalikimaka! Hi, Horse Radio Network! I really enjoyed being able to listen this year and follow along with all your exciting adventures. And I thought today, in honor of Radiothon, I would write you guys a poem just explaining um, the things that I really enjoy about the Horse Radio Network and the reasons that I listen. So, here goes! The Horse Radio Network, it's a place we all love as we clean out our barn stalls or have feedbacks to shove. When we plug in those headphones, the time passes fast. With Glenn, Jen, and Jamie, each chore seems a blast. Though each episode's fun, what's amazing to me is each time I hit listen, I'm learning, you see. 
From makeup to mustangs, or sheath cleaning too, from beet pulp to bridles, so much learning I do. The guests are amazing from all walks of life, some English, some Western, but rarely there's strife. This place brings us together, it breaks down the walls, it reaches the horse world, it touches us all. So why don't you listen? That's my question for you. There's 5,000 options, so pick one or two. And join us, the family of HRN Land. Time spent here is exciting, and the ride has been grand. I'm going to interrupt quick. I need to use that as a commercial for our show. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's really good. I hope you guys have a great day. All I want for Christmas is my own pony with sparkly hooves underneath my tree. Gee, if I could only have my own pony, then I could wish you Merry Christmas. You know, last year you dropped the ball. You brought a doll with pretty shoes and curls. I flung it in the fireplace. Why can't you understand that I'm a horse girl? So all I want for Christmas is my own pony, a saddle too, and weather beat up, please. Gee, if I could only have my own pony, then I could wish you Merry Christmas. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Glenn. Hey in the control booth. Coach Jen, full of wisdom. Y'all are funny. And your advertisements make me spend my money. <laughs> Horsey husbands, Dr. Ying, Helena too. They make me sing. The crew down under joins the fun. So many awesome shows, I just can't pick one. Eventing show, dressage too. Horsey driving for you to do. Debbie's tips. Keep you in the saddle. Marketing show, you know it ain't, ain't no prattle. Need those equines in our life. And Tigger tells you how to feed them right. Morning, evening, not enough. To squeeze it all in, it, it is so tough. Your podcasts, they are so very clever. I learned so much that I never knew I needed to know, like the sheath cleaning song from your shows. <laughs> Thank you so much for the lessons. I think you all are sent from heaven. Just when I needed my forcey fix, I found HRN in my podcast mix. Hey, HRN family, wishing you all joy, peace, and love now and all year long. <music> couple of those could be commercials. I mean, uh, those are great. Yeah, I really just good. am just shocked at how creative everybody is. If you said, sit down and write a parody song, but include everything you had to know about our show over the years, I would be like, I, yeah, neither no. one of us could do it. That's for no. damn sure. <laughs> and then sing it. I know. And they're they're just so clever. They really are clever. And make them rhyme. I'm not good at that either. All right, let's talk about something we do know about, and that's Kevin Equine. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Here's the challenge for you. Grab a bucket and drill 20 holes in the bottom and fill it with water and see how far you can carry it before it's empty. Okay, don't do that. It's a waste of time and a perfectly good bucket. Uh, plus, it ends with an experiment. Uh, it ends with an empty bucket. So what you might not know is leaks in your horse's intestinal barrier, known as leaky gut syndrome, can result in various health and welfare problems. In fact, gut issues are the number one cause of premature death in horses. Good nutrition, 
and attention to gut health can alleviate the negative impacts of stress and help promote immunity, performance, healthy weight, nutrient absorption, and positive attitude. Kemen is the industry leader in gut health solutions. For optimal gut health, ensure your feed includes Clostat and Butapril Z EQ from Kemen. Learn more at Kemen.com, K-E-M-I-N.com slash leaky gut. All right, very good. Let's get to our recorded guest. This is from a couple of years ago. We did had the opportunity, Jennifer worked hard at getting this one set up, uh, to interview Peggy Rowe about her new book that was coming out then, which you'll hear all about. Uh, and of course, uh, she is the mom of Mike Rowe. Now, I don't know if you listen to the latest, uh, of course, Mike Rowe, everybody knows him from Dirty Jobs, and also his podcast. I don't know, did you listen to the latest episode of his podcast? Yes, I did. So um, we won't ruin it for everybody but he had some announcements in there and i thought it was it was an interesting show i was expecting a bombshell at the end uh so anyway uh you can take a listen to that uh what's it called again the way i heard it the way i heard it and he only has about right now 50 million listeners by the way on that show so a little little more than us but uh peggy's his mom and she's a horse girl and let's take a listen to this interview done uh, a couple of years ago on radiothon well, hi, Peggy. Thank you so much for joining us on our holiday special today. Good morning. It's my pleasure. I assure you, I hear that you talk a lot about horses, and, we, and I'm excited. All we talk about is horses every day on the show. All day. <laughs> <laughs> so you're... Uh, Where were you when I was growing up? <laughs> <laughs> you have, I read the book yesterday, and you have the story of every teenage girl that's now listening to this show that is now a little bit older. They all grew up wanting a horse. Their family wasn't involved in horses. And then all of a sudden, you, you know, they something happens that the dad goes, oh, I better get this girl a horse. And th- you grew up that way. That was your story. You know, from the time I was born, I think I was born with a passion for horses because I galloped around the neighborhood. We we lived in um, in a suburban neighborhood, um, and I galloped through the neighbors' yards mm-hmm. and over the over the ditch in front of the house, and I jumped the bird baths, and it was all about horses. I really, I think I thought I was a horse for the first four years of my life, <laughs> um, and it was difficult for my parents because, as you said, they were not involved with horses at all. No, There's just something that happens to to us as women that girls that are born with this bug of horses, and I, I come from a very non horsey family too, and I was born with that same thing, just born loving horses. And my parents, where did this come from? So you kind of had that experience as well, huh? Oh, I certainly did. And you know, the thing is, I I did not have access to an actual real horse for many years. Uh, I guess I was about maybe 10 um, when I had my first experience on a real horse. And as I say in my book, it was a more spiritual experience than church could ever have been. <laughs> <laughs> it was as though I, it was as though I was born to be on this horse. Um, it, it was wonderful. Uh, was it was that like the culmination of all my dreams. It was. Yeah. Oh, you did read. I did read the book. Your first ever pony, Chico. (laughs) Yeah, Chico was a cow pony, and he was very gentle, a perfect beginner horse, and um, and I just loved him with all my heart. 
<laughs> I, there are pictures, Jamie, in the book of, of Peggy in her little cowboy boots and her little cowboy skirt. I mean, it was it was everything uh, cowboy back then. That was so cool. And then tell us about your first two horses that you actually owned. When your dad decided that boys were going to become a problem, he decided horses needed to come <laughs> into the picture. So it's like, I think man. he decided that horses were the lesser of the two evils. <laughs> and um, he arranged for me to meet uh, an old friend of his he hadn't seen in years. But Bill had horses. And, of course, I fell in love with a big old gray part Percheron horse uh, that had been named Jet, J-E-T, because when he was born, he was Jet Black. I was going to ask about why Greg got the name Jet. You know, that doesn't usually happen. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And through the years, he did did turn practically white, but he was kind of a a dapple gray for a while and then a flea-bitten gray and uh, towards Towards the end, he he was white. But anyway, um, I was allowed to go around to Bill's stable and help him take care of the horses. And I got to ride. And as I said, I fell in love with Jet. He was my first love in my life, my first true love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure your your listeners can identify. But, they, but it was all about Jet. They know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> no, no question about it. Jamie, in the book, there's a, there's one of my favorite chapters, by the way. Uh, of course, the whole book is pretty much about your mom. It's about Thelma. But uh, Thelma, by the way, uh, Jamie and I have this thing. I don't like baseball, and Jamie loves baseball. So we have a lot in common there, Peggy. Um, so, <laughs> so, so what the one story in the book, and I can't wait for the listeners to read this story, is when mom comes knocking and says, I want to ride. We're, and I couldn't tell from the way you wrote that chapter whether you were appalled that mom was invading your territory or you were happy that she was taking an interest. I couldn't tell. I was appalled. My mother was a take charge person. <clears throat> she was in charge from sunup to sundown. She made all the decisions in our family, uh, all the important decisions. And believe me, if mom wanted it, we had it. If mom didn't want it, we didn't have it. So when she came to the stable one evening, I I remember the uh, scene in the book. I was doing some Spanish, studying my Spanish translation, and I was lying back on, on Jet's ample rump with my feet crossed on his mane. And when my mother came to the stable door and um, she just announced that she had decided she was going to learn to ride. And I think the reason was she wanted to be a part of my world, but also she wanted to impress her friends. And as she said, none of my friends know how to ride. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she said, you can teach me to ride on Shaker. I, I've seen you doing it. I know I can do it. We can start tomorrow. So sure enough, um, I gave her a few lessons and she was a quick learner. Um, I mean, of course, I thought she was ancient. She was in her 40s, but she was a quick learner. My mother could do anything she set her mind to. Did you have the, I grew up, I had to have a responsibility, and then you had to get out of horses for a while. Did you ever get back in horses or was this just strictly a childhood thing? Uh, when we got married, we moved um, just across town. So 
we left our horses. I left my horses and then visited them whenever I had a chance. My dad was wonderful about caring for them. We had a child. We had a baby, uh, who our oldest son, Mike. And when he was two years old, we bought a house. Well, the house happened to be next door to the, the home where I grew up. <clears throat> it was next door to my parents' place, and they had maybe 17 acres. I taught school briefly and then had the great fortune to be able to stay home with our sons. And when I think Mike was about eight, uh, they were like eight, five, and three, my father and my husband built a wonderful stable, just just a big square building with four nice box stalls back to back and a tack room. They fenced in um, a lovely paddock in the front and then several acres in the back for pasture and later for a little outside course with jumps and so forth. So um, I still had my passion. And as the boys grew, I taught them to ride, but they never really shared my passion. Obviously, we all know who your oldest is because he has a podcast and we've talked about his podcast on here and we're all very big fans of uh, the way I heard it. But how how is having boys and horses, how did you make that work? <laughs> well, sometimes it worked to my advantage. Um <laughs> Okay, let me set up a little scene for you. I could say, <laughs> Mom, um, Cindy's having a party this evening, and she's invited me, and, and a lot of the, a lot of the other kids. Can I go? And so I would say, Gee, Mike, let me think about it, hon. Let's take a ride through the woods, and we'll talk about it. And I got him <laughs> on a horse, Captain. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, but mostly they just did it to humor me. Um, but then there came a time when um, they noticed girls. So from time to time, they would bring a girl around and get on a horse to impress her, you know. So, <laughs> okay, uh, or there if you she, go. If she liked, yeah, or if she liked horses, oh yeah, come on, well, I'll, I'll let you ride, I'll let you ride a horse at my place. So, um, you know, we would, we would go through that. But by and large, they did not really love horses ever the way that I did. I did have a little riding school for um, some time. And of course, uh, my students were girls, preteens and teens. And I mean, well, they were the kind of kids that I was. They were, they would like uh, sneak, I would see them sneaking a handful of uh, molasses feed and sticking it in their pocket for later just to smell it or to eat it. Uh, they would <laughs> they would stuff some straw into their pockets to take home, maybe to put under their pillow they just loved horses. Well, next thing I knew, suddenly my boys were interested in horses. Um, Funny how that works. There, these lovely, <laughs> lovely teenage girls. So um, the boys did pitch in then. I mean, they actually picked up pitchforks and pitched manure. <laughs> I bet they did. <laughs> so I have to ask you, before we run out of time, uh, obviously this is our holiday special. We're talking all about the holidays and Christmas. With uh, Mike, Scott, and Phil, did you guys have big Christmases? Was Christmas a big thing? Oh, yes, it was. And we were very into our church. Um, we were very involved in our church. So 
you know, church was a big part of our Christmas. But let me tell you about the Christmas I remember. Yeah. Mike, I think, was, Mike was about eight years old. So the kids were like eight, five, and three. And we had just built our stable. I didn't have a horse yet. My oldest is eight years old. And so naturally, I gave him what I had dreamt of when I was eight. We bought a pony for Mike. Oh, no. Mike had a and pony? I had, <laughs> well, I had such great expectations. Michael would be so excited and, oh, my God, he would hug us and kiss us and thank us, you know, <laughs> till the cows came home. So Christmas morning, uh, so we had gone and picked up little Tammy. She was a wonderful pony. She was a cross, um, let's see, she was a cross between a Shetland and um, a Welsh. And so she was, she was, I guess she was medium to small pony. And she had attitude and, for days. Yeah, that's an attitude pony right there. <laughs> she, you know what? She had stamina and she had a wonderful disposition. She would, you could do anything with this pony. So the plan was that we were to bring, it was a cold, blustery Christmas morning. Oh, it was probably close to zero in Baltimore. <clears throat> so my husband went out to the stable and led Tammy over to the fence, which was near our house. And the plan was that I would bring Mike <clears throat> to the window in our bedroom, open the curtain. And there would be Tammy and John, because the kids were still in their pajamas. Well, I opened the curtain, and there was Tammy with a big red bow on her forelock. And just had been groomed, you know, meticulously by me the night before. Mm -hmm. I opened the curtain, and I said, Merry Christmas, Mike. Here's your own pony. And he said, Oh, Oh, that's nice, Mom. That's really nice. Okay, let's go back to the tree. There's a little gift I have. To know. <laughs> <laughs> he just <jerk>. was so <laughs> disinterested. I couldn't believe it. And of course, I mean, I'm, it's like I had given him a set of fine china. That's how he acted. <laughs> but later Thanks, in the day, <laughs> we did we did all go out, and um, and he did um, help groom Tammy, and uh, he fed her. And he consented to get on her and ride her around. And, and he had the good graces to look excited. <laughs> and, but his little brothers were more excited. So they all got pony rides. And, but anyway, that's the Christmas I most remember um, with horses. <laughs> How disappointing. That ungrateful that son of, son of yours. Was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, but you know what? It led to wonderful things because you can't keep one pony or one horse, they, they're herding animals, and they really do need a, a stable pal. <laughs> so, of course, I had to get a stable pal, a really nice um, horse for me. Well, so, of course. So that, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it led to. <laughs> and then, Peggy, what happens is, like, you've got Tammy in the barn, and then your horse, and then you go for a trail ride. Well, Tammy's all alone. So then you've got to get her a friend for when you're riding your horse. And then, like, you and Mike go riding, and then the third horse is by itself in the barn. Like, oh, my gosh, we have to get him one, too. So then you end up with at it's least sucks. eight. <laughs> I know how this works. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, things did evolve, and we ended up. <laughs> With four, one for each stall. I have such wonderful <laughs> memories. And, it, uh, and when I was in my 50s, I developed arthritis. So I knew that when I could no longer mount, 
without putting my horse into a gully and, and mounting <laughs> from the side, I did, I did give my last horse away. Uh. And it was a sad time, but, and that's when I began writing for horse magazines and, um, you know, covering horse shows and, um, and, and writing stories about like the mounted patrol in Baltimore city. There are so many avenues to stay connected with horses without yeah. actually and, and you found, riding and having one. And you found a way. I mean, that's, I, I got to be, before we wrap here, I want to give another plug to the book. It's called About My Mother, True Stories of a Horse-Crazy Daughter and Her Baseball-Obsessed Mother. And for all you that are baseball-obsessed, my favorite chapter concerning that and your mom is called A Whole New Ball Game: <laughs> The Most Exciting Day of Mom's Life. We're not going to give any of that away because it's toward the end of the book, and Jamie, you're going to love that chapter. Um, I can't wait. Yeah, it's a baseball and a horse fan, you're going to love that chapter. This has been a thrill. Thank you so much for joining us and talking horses this morning. We really appreciate it. I can't tell you how exciting I am. I mean, how exciting <laughs> this has been. I have been looking forward to this. Uh, this past week, I've had like 15 interviews, television and radio. This is the one I was really looking Yay! forward to. <laughs> and, and you did not disappoint. Well, good. We're glad to hear well, that. The, <laughs> the word is delightful, and that is what you are. And I cannot wait to read your book. And I, I suggest everybody pick it up as a Christmas present. It was something that, you know, Mike helped you with. And I love watching and reading your text messages to him. Keep them coming. You seem on this interview so sweet, but she's salty, too, y'all. <laughs> she gets after her mom. <laughs> oh, well, I, I try to pick my audience's well we know you are thank you so much it has been an absolute delight to have you on and best of luck with the book and i really would love to have you on again too once uh all the interviews calm down and come back on and we'll talk some more oh i look forward to it and thank you glenn and thank you jamie this has been this has made my day my week and probably my year yay Uh, and here's another Horse Radio Network holiday gift idea. I have a couple of more of these smaller retailers who would love to see your business on this Cyber Monday. Willow Equestrian is a boutique tax store. They're offering 20% off site-wide at willowequestrian.com. And their coupon code, I won't even bother reading those because you'll never remember. You'll find all of this again in our show notes for today's episode, either on your phone, on your app, or go to our website at horsesinthemorning.com. Another one is Bell & Bow Equestrian. They have been on the show before. They've given away prizes and Radiothon, and they're having a Cyber Monday sale, 20% off, and uh, a free belt with a $100 purchase or more. And they have a lot of gifty ideas and a lot of really nice stuff. So if you're looking for gifty types of equestrian stuff, go to Bell and Bow Equestrian. <coughs> Bell and Bow Equestrian. Plus, they have kids' stuff there, too. So you'll find that as well. One more, Bridal Path Tack. Bridal Path Tack, 20% off gift cards, any denomination. Again, a good one for somebody you don't know what to get. You make it look like you spent more than you actually did. I know. That's why I love discounts on gift cards. Um, I, I have never done that in the past. I have always spent a full amount on you, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Uh, always. Yeah. Uh, it's good in the store, online, in their mobile unit. And they never expire. And that's at BridalPathTechLLC.com. And I'll post those links in our show notes. And, of course, if you're looking for an affordable saddle as a gift this year, one that will last a lifetime, then consider one of the many styles of Wintech saddles. Wintech has always made riding easy and comfortable. They combine world-leading innovations 
in high-tech materials and lightweight, weatherproof, and easy care saddles. With the Easy Change Gullet System, this saddle will fit almost any horse. Uh, the saddle is so light, tacking up is simply a breeze, and cleaning up is a matter of throwing it over a fence and hosing it down. Uh, dressage, jumping, all-purpose, and many more styles. Check them all out at wintechsaddles.us. That's wintechsaddles.us. And that's all Jennifer has ridden in for the last 10 years. All right. Are you ready? Let's do it. All righty, then. It is time to let out what's happening in the sad, dreary things you're going through in your life. And um, this is, you know, it's equestrian first world problems. And if you have a problem with your horse, it is a first world problem. And so thank you for sharing it. And these are submitted by our auditors. And uh, Glenn, if so, you already said how they can become an auditor. Go back and listen. It's fine. All right. So let's start with Kayla. Kayla, there are so many horse sales today. But I don't have a friggin' horse. That's a first. That's a problem. <laughs> I can get you one of those. <laughs> yeah, Jamie could fix you up. You could buy I one of those on Cyber Monday. She, they're all twenty percent right off right now. <laughs> yep. I wonder if there is a deal on adopting animals right now. Like ten percent off. You know what? I'll give you ten percent off. I'll pay the ten percent, Kayla, if you want to get one of the horses from Horse and Hound. Okay. Uh, Ellen says, ah, oh, decisions, decisions. Do I get a new competition cart for my driving mini or my, a new saddle for my riding horse? That's a tough one. Ah. And they both cost about the same. So <laughs> let me tell you something. I would go with saddle. I, and I would go with cart. So there, <laughs> I'm glad we could help. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You're welcome. Uh, Carrie says my horse is getting his shoes pulled for the winter today. But it's still nice enough weather to ride on the roads. <laughs> uh, put that off a week or two. Why do people pull shoes in the like wintertime? Because they, they don't ride live, much. Like snowy climate or something. And, and then <sighs> ice balls. That's the other reason. Oh, maybe that's yeah. it. Uh, Carol says that I want to buy a saddle. And I even placed an order. Only get an email minutes later. That is out of stock. Yeah, Why I've, did they put it on the site? There are going to be a lot of uh, things out of stock this year, I think. Oh, yeah. I went to get a deal of the day on Amazon, and they were like, huh, you're on the wait list. Too late. <laughs> I got Margaret. pretty lucky with all my Amazon purchases. I got pretty lucky. Yeah, that's what I was doing at 5 a.m. was shopping for all my nieces and nephews. Uh, Margaret says, I am approved to adopt from a local rescue. And they called and said that both of the horses I inquired about are available. But now I don't know which one to adopt. <laughs> you know what Jamie would do? What's that? What everybody says, what would Jamie do? Uh, what is that? What would Jamie do? WWJD. Yeah. What go. would Jamie, Jamie do? do? Yeah, exactly. I mean, do I even need to say it? No, both? you don't. <laughs> you don't. Really? No, you don't. I think we all Margaret, knew the answer to that. It's a sign. Get them both. Maybe they'll give you a two for one discount and then it's like they're free. <laughs> That's right. Jennifer says, I am training my horse Luna to gait, and I had to turn off hit him so I could hear her hoofbeats better. <laughs> That's okay. Just turn us back on when she's done. That's do you have good. any audio of hoofbeats, Glenn? No, I do not. Why do uh, I not? That's a dumb thing, isn't it? I got to get audio. Here we go. Especially not gated. No, gated is different, right? We're just going to mess with her. How's gated go? I don't know. I don't know. We're messing her up, though. It doesn't matter. <laughs> 
Clip clop. Uh, Kathleen says, my giraffe of a quarter horse took down the divider between the stalls so he could reach a bag of treats, only to fail about an inch. <laughs> a whole waste of time taking the divider down. How did he do that? What kind of divider? Anyway. I, sometimes I have more questions. I know. Lisa says, I, I just pictured her pulling the nails out with her teeth. That would be hashtag damn <laughs> Um, Lisa says, I just bought my first ever brand new trailer and it's so clean and so pretty and I want to introduce my horses to it, but then it won't look new anymore. I said the same thing when we got ours with Jennifer. I was like, you're not allowed to put horses in this because it'll um, And by the way, yeah. it doesn't look the same a year later. It doesn't hmm. look the same five minutes later, but that's what it's hey, for. I need help from the listeners. Okay. We have an aluminum trailer. So with the aluminum trailer, you always get those lines that come down from the roof. Those lines that you can't seem to get off with any kind of cleaner. Does anybody, those black lines and colored lines that come down, does anybody have a solution to those lines that come down from the roof? How do you clean them? I'm, I don't even know aluminum. what that means. I, I have Everybody that has them will, will know what I'm talking about. That goes to show you how dirty mine is. I don't even notice things. Yeah, <laughs> but we want to uh, know what cleaner to use. So please drop me an email, glenn at horseradionetwork.com. Hillary says, I just emptied my inbox, which is like never happening ever. And I did it. And now there are all these emails about amazing horsey sales. And I just can't delete them because I know I need something. I just need the email to tell me what it is. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I unsubscribing from things, it hurts my heart sometimes because what if I miss something? I've had a goal for the last month to unsubscribe from two things a day and I'm still overwhelmed with emails. Yeah, I know. And then you unsubscribe and somehow they keep sending them. They keep sending like, them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Amy says, I had to decide what color of HRN jacket to put on my Christmas list. <laughs> there, I have a solution. And you know what I'm going to say. One of each. Why not have a multitude I'm of colors, all... one for every day of the week? Yeah, and then maybe you get a discount and it's like they're free. Uh, Meta says, this year I have absolutely no clue what my husband is planning for me for Christmas. And the sales are happening now and I need to know what he's getting me because I need to buy myself things. <laughs> Just recommend a gift card, 20% off. I can give you the name again. <laughs> yeah, but she wants to know now. Oh, well, here's true. what I did. I went on my husband's phone onto all the various websites that I like to purchase things from. And I put things in shopping carts on his phone. And I was like, hi, there's a bunch of stuff in shopping carts on your phone. And all you have to do is open up the internet things, different tabs for different websites and then pick what you want to get. Um, and then what you do is you go back into his phone and see what he ha did not purchase. And then you just buy those. <laughs> That's I'm really clever. into surprises. That's really clever. <laughs> I don't do surprises. I'm like, just get whatever. Um, no, I can tell you from 10 years of working with Jamie that she does not like surprises, which is why I like to surprise her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And video me while Because I don't have to live with her after the surprise. I don't get kicked to the couch. So I'm good. I'm 2,000 miles away. Um, Matt says, my first world equestrian problem goes along with the Glens. Because the past couple of years, I've skipped work to day drink during Radiothon, but without Radiothon this year, I'm stuck at work watching YouTube videos. Boring! I was going to give him permission to day drink, but maybe not at work. Uh, so I take that back. Do what we say, not what we do. Uh, Tammy <laughs> says... You know, there's a lot of people disappointed that they're not day drinking all day today. You realize that, right? And scary, I think, is one of them. 
Tammy says we are getting an awesome stretch of sunny and dry weather here in Western Oregon, which is rare this time of year, but it's so nice that, that I leave my horses out in the pastures overnight. And then I don't want to walk around the 20 acres to fetch them in the freezing cold darkness to ride them in the indoor. And then I have to take it back outside when I'm done. So if I leave them inside, then I have to clean their stalls. <laughs> Why do we own horses? They're such a pain in the ass. So fun. Uh, <laughs> Kelly says Reese and Philip are doing virtual lessons through December, but I don't have any horses to ride. <laughs> well, you know, we saw that state little stick horses and they were jumping and doing dressage tests. Kelly, all you have to do is go buy a horse. Or What's get one from problem? Jamie. It's like they're free. It is. It's like they're free. Uh, Kristen says, <clears throat> my problem is serious. Serious. It Oh, seriously. I woke up this morning with Dominic the donkey stuck <laughs> in my head. And for listen, new listeners, I can't play it anymore. Yay! You're going to be so happy to know that I can't play it anymore. I've it's been torturing awesome. Jamie with Dominic the donkey for years, but now they're getting stricter about playing stuff on podcasts. I can't play it anymore. I can sing it. Hee-haw, hee-haw. <laughs> That's about all you need. You know what's really awesome, Kristen, is my husband. And again, it's like one of those things that if he wasn't around, I would miss. But it's one of those things that drives me crazy right now is the fact that every morning he will wake up with a random, horrible song in his head and we'll sing it. And so every morning I start out the day with a terrible song <laughs> being sung in the kitchen while we're making coffee. Is he coffee any better singer than you, by the way? Uh, no, he definitely <laughs> doesn't sound like, um, anybody that he's singing like, okay. Uh, All Robin, right, time for one more. Oh, fine. Robin says, I have Christmas carriage rides to give this Saturday. <laughs> and there's a picture included. And my white horse rolled in the mud. Uh, oh dear God. This white horse did not just roll in the mud. This white horse coated herself in the mud like and it's a percheron i think so it's a big white it's a lot it's of stuff to brush yeah. white yeah. horse yeah. yeah there you go all right there you go there's your equestrian first world problems thank you jamie and thank you auditors all right let's go to round two of voicemail packages uh, again these are from 2016 and then we have deanne from horse nation coming up to talk about a fun little thing she did over the weekend it involves horsies and christmas uh, but first let's hear from our very talented listeners you have reached the horse radio network voicemail line please leave your voicemail after the tone hey everyone it's biz here from horse nation and it was i had to, to do my it attention that i am the only jewish representation here on horse radio network and by not submitting a voicemail i was letting down the entire jewish equestrian community so not <laughs> wanting to do that i desperately came up with a voicemail submission and here it is so i hope you all have a happy holidays and enjoy my terrible singing <laughs> Hard to be a Jew on Christmas I'm the only one that's here on HRN And Jamie and Jen have just one thing to ask of me But I couldn't come up with a stupid song that should have pleased And I'm desperately pleading, please, Leslie, don't fire me 
Cause I'm a Jew, a horsey Jew, on Christmas. Now Hanukkah is nice, but why is it that it comes without those sweet candy canes? Chewing on my sleeve And without the fuzzy sucking My stall front looks quite empty And can somebody please tell me Where to make yarmulkes for horses Cause I'm a Jew A horsey Jew I'd be merry But I'm Hebrew On Christmas We love you, Biz. <laughs> I want a Hanoverian for Christmas. Me too! Only a Hanoverian will do. No thoroughbreds or dinky Shetland pony. I want a Hanoverian to play with and enjoy. I want a Hanoverian for Christmas. I don't think Santa Claus will mind do you. He won't have to use a dirty chimney flue. Just leave him in the barn. That's the easy thing to do. I can see me now on Christmas morning creeping to the barn. Oh, what joy and what surprise when I open up my eyes to see a Hanno-hero standing there. I want a Hanoverian for Christmas. Only a Hanoverian will do. No quarter horses, no Arabians. I like those Hanoverians, and Hanoverians like me too. Have a course a horsey Christmas, looking through your pony's ears. Ride through snow and tend below until the weather clears. Podcast of HRN playing as you ride. Laugh so hard you find yourself falling off the side. Merry Christmas to the horse world. May your horse be safe and sound. Give a candy cane to all the pretty ponies around. Merry Christmas, Horse Radio Network, from Linda in Salt Lake City, Utah. My fantasy ride would be on Little Blackie from True Grit. Ho, ho, ho. Once again... They're all much more talented than we are. Why aren't they doing oh, the show? All I did was I thought about Little Blackie and it made me sad. <laughs> because if you haven't seen the movie. Where have you been? I mean, the movie's like 50 years old, but whatever. I don't know. It made me sad. <laughs> I want to write Little Blackie too because he's saves Have you life. watched the new Black Beauty yet? No, because Chad won't watch it and he's going on a trip this week and Lucas and I are going to sit down and watch it. And Abby. I, I've <laughs> seen mixed reviews. Uh I don't know. You already have a mixed review going in. Cause... Well, I just, I don't know why they would call it Black Beauty if it's not Black Beauty. Yeah, and but it's whatever. definitely not your version of Black Beauty. 
It's that time of the week where we get Deanne from Horse Nation on, and we usually discuss some articles, but I saw something, Deanne, that I wanted to talk to you about. You went Christmas caroling on horseback. We did, and actually, to be clear, I was not on horseback. My eight-year-old daughter was on pony back, um, and I was walking beside her, because even though the pony's pretty good, I just uh, didn't want to risk her not being good. Well, you don't want the <laughs> eight-year-old daughter like by herself it. in the street uh, on horseback? Yeah. yeah. In in the middle of a neighborhood with yeah. a bunch of other horses? No. Do you know <laughs> what we call that, Deanne? Good parenting. Okay. <laughs> and know, by accident, sometimes I manage that. <laughs> Every once in a while. You know what? I always said that when your child has a first birthday party, uh, that party should be for the mother, for keeping the child alive. And I do think that at some point in every birthday, there should be some maternal recognition for keeping the child alive. And congratulations, you kept your child alive. Thank you. She may make it to her next birthday. I know. That's great. So did you have to do the like hold the thigh and walk the horse or was was that okay? No, she, I mean, her seat's not bad. Um, She's had one unplanned dismount, but I feel like that's, you know, growing pains. Um, Yeah. So no, her seat's pretty good. And actually, usually she manages the pony just fine on her own. But we're also usually like in a controlled setting. Um, And we were for this, we were in a neighborhood and there were cars going by and again, a bunch of other horses and no one tells pony what to do. So (laughs) no one puts pony in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, she only tried to kick two of the other horses, which is like not bad. (laughs) So I just kept her on a lead line so that that way I could get the pony out of a situation if necessary. (laughs) Put a little red uh, ribbon in her tail and (laughs) you know, red ribbon in her tail. It worked both as both as decoration for the non-horse folks and a warning for the actual horse folks. Uh, yeah. So what are the responses? Are you in a, a horsey neighborhood or were you shocking people with when they would open the door? Well, kind of both. So like the area where we went caroling is one of those like it used to be rural borderline suburban, like there's access to everything. And, you know, over the past, like whatever, 10, 15 years, it's become much more suburban, like, you know, farms have been selling out for housing development. So you have, again, an area that used to be a lot of farmland now with like a bunch of Ryan homes. So the people are used to driving around and seeing cows and horses, but they're also in like, you know, um, new construction on a half acre lot neighborhood. So, you know, it's kind of this combination, like they've seen the horses, but a lot of the people haven't been um, exposed to them or up close to them. So it makes it kind of this really cool, like community, I don't want to say community outreach, because it was really just like, come see the horses and listen to our bad singing. Um, and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, and we with by, you know, the nice thing about being on horseback is it kind of automatically social distances you. Um, and we would step back and let the let the um, the neighbors give some carrots or some apples or something like that. Oh, good. Teach the pony that random strangers have treats in their hand. Really good idea. Oh, oh super <laughs> fun. And then when little kids will be like, oh, I want to come give the pony a treat, you know, and little kids can't hold treats and the pony's like, mm, I've been getting carrots all day. So those fingers look pretty good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, this is great. Hey, uh, that sounds really fun. I'm sure your daughter, it's a memory that you made with her that 
will last a, a lifetime for sure. And, and uh, so congrats on that. I don't well, think thanks. I put, yeah, I, it was, it was fun. Something unique. I think the lady who planned it will be doing it every year. So, you know, maybe hopefully it'll grow. Now I, I, before we move past this, I, I, Glenn and I were just talking about it. You did a review of the movie black beauty. <laughs> the new one. Yes. I saw that on horse nation. And I haven't read it because I do want to watch the movie. Um, but uh, can you spoiler, give us a non spoiler? Ginger dies. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the horse goes into the cart world, but this was not, this was not that, that story. So it, just tell me, is it, is it worth it? Yeah. But, uh, Jamie's really convinced it's bastardized and she doesn't like that idea. Um, it's my favorite book. So I will say, not just trying to plug my own stuff here, definitely read my review because the whole like two thirds of it are me going off on why this should not have been a movie. (laughs) Okay. You know, because don't we have enough versions of this already? I've read it. I love the original story. Why are you, why is black beauty now a mare? Why, you know, of course we've got like a Mustang, right? Oh, a Mustang, but also not super a thoroughbred. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it was supposed to be a Mustang, but it was a thoroughbred. Like the when the adult horse gets on the screen, my husband's like begrudgingly sitting there because the kids want to watch it. I'm begrudgingly sitting there. I'm like, that's not a Mustang. That's a thoroughbred. I'm Googling it. (laughs) Um, She was. Well, you know what, guys? At least it wasn't a Frisian. Right. What? At least it wasn't a Frisian, which is what they use in most movies. So. Correct. Yeah, correct. So, Jamie, in answer to your actual question, here's what I'll tell you. Um, And at the risk of, you know, the Disney lovers coming after me, it's totally a bastardized version. And there's a lot that really uh, was not true to the story. (laughs) Um, What sold me... By the end, because again, as I'm watching it, I'm like, that's a thoroughbred and I'm Googling why this is a Mustang now, not, you know, a horse bred in England. I want to like this, Dean. Let me say, let me just tell you, I really do want to like it. So See, I didn't want to like it. I'll tell you that much. I didn't want to like it. I was being super grumpy. But it kind of fit the stereotype that we've been making fun of for 10 years on this show of every horse girl movie put out. Yeah, it 100% does. Um, you know, like bad dialogue, broken horse girl who has no experience, who tames the wild horse. And that always, I'm like, give me a round pen and a real trainer. This is not an unrideable horse. <laughs> but like, um, you know, that's my own issue. Um, so here's what I oh, will there's a say. Boy. That, there's always a boy. There's always a boy. Yeah, there's yeah. a boy. Save the farm yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Here's what sold me on it. As I was angrily Googling different things as I was watching it, Um, when you go back to the original novel, the goal of the novel was to improve the treatment of horses in England, right? Like specifically cart horses. But in general, the goal was to raise awareness about the treatment of horses. So like, right, I can get behind that in addition to just loving the story and having grown up crying because Ginger dies. (laughs) But, uh, so I first was really critical of the choice to make Black Beauty a BLM Mustang. Like, first of all, isn't that the Flicka storyline? Um, and like, second, it changes the whole story. But if the original goal of the novel was to raise awareness about the treatment of horses, like, doesn't doesn't that kind of achieve that in the modern day world a little bit? 
So that's where, and I'm saying this very hesitantly, but if, you know, if I, if I like drop all the like purest preconceptions in me, then I'm like, okay, like, so that definitely parallels this, right? Like it totally parallels the notion of like getting people to think about that kind of thing. So, so that I, that I was okay with. Um, I mean, and I'm a mayor person, so I'm always okay with the horse being a mayor. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> sure. We're okay with the horse. But, but so, isn't the so, movie so, called The Black Stallion? That would be The Black, Black Stallion, not Black Beauty. Oh. Yeah, Douglas. Or, but <laughs> I mean, isn't it Black... Was Black Beauty a mayor? No, Black Beauty was... Uh, I, believe, that's, no, I, don't, I can't remember. That's the point I'm getting at. They couldn't find a boy to play Black Beauty? Um. The So from what I read... A thoroughbred Mustang boy... <laughs> with an identity mustang. crisis <laughs> yeah right um from what transgendered I read, thoroughbred mustang <laughs> when they decide when the producers decided to make this like reimagined version of black beauty they were like two things one we want it to be a modern day version and two we want black beauty to be a girl i don't know why that was the direction they wanted to go but that's what they decided so and maybe because they got Kate Winslet as the voice. Well, right, right. So like Kate Winslet is the voice and there's that. Um, also, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, um, Jorah Mormont is in it. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Ian, Ian, I forget his last name. But wouldn't James so, Earl Jones have made a great stallion voice? Or gelding voice for that matter, Yeah, either right? one. Just get you James can't Earl. have James Earl Jones be a gelding. Touche. Touche. And by the I mean, way, James is happy to hear you say that. Uh. <laughs> and I will say they also like glossed over the storyline of Ginger, which was one of the more heartbreaking aspects of the whole thing. Well, it is Disney. Right? We can't kill them all dramatically. You know, well, it's a yeah. movie. Doesn't the horse always die? Like, isn't that always <laughs> part of it? Um, so here's what I will say. My kids liked it. <laughs> and when it ended, my youngest was like, can we watch that again? And you're like, oh, my Aww, God. Good. Yay. All right, Jamie, you can take one for the team. I'll pass. Uh, it's um, you will watch it. Glenn, I will not. And you will like it. <laughs> well, and then. I said this in my review. Here's one of the things I hate about horse movies. No matter how bad the dialogue is, no matter no matter how poor the horsemanship is, it doesn't matter. I'm always in tears at the end. Right? I but I got to tell you something, Dean. That you know the last version of Black Beauty, okay? The, the 1994 version? Y- yes. The it was so great, you know, and 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 I watched it with a bunch of teenagers. All the students that I had in Phoenix came over and we had like a slumber party, barn party kind of night. And we watched that. And I'm watching it with all these girls. And the, it's the end of the movie. And I am bawling. Like <laughs> legit crying my eyes and out. And they're all getting and, up to get popcorn, right? And I look around and these assholes are just sitting there like, what is she crying about? I'm like, how <laughs> dare you? Not be sad. Like, like are you so heartless? Sure? You're all heartless. <laughs> well, and I laugh like as somebody who's not a crier in real life, dude, give me a horse movie and I'm done. Like, it doesn't matter how many times, and this is not a horse movie per se, but it doesn't matter how many times I've seen Dances with Wolves. Every time they shoot the horse, I'm like wrecked. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, it's true. It's true. Uh, you cannot. So anyway, well, it was good to talk to you, Deanne. Thank you for giving us that very cautious review. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's cute and kids will like it. But I feel like, again, horse people watch horse movies with a completely different lens it's or true. through a completely different lens. Right. Like we look at it differently. And <laughs> and I and already have Disney Plus, so it's like it's free. So it's yeah. fine. OK, it's, I'm going to do I'm going to do it. Are you guys both hanging in there with Baby Yoda this year? Uh, I have not started yet. I'm going to. No. Chad, which one or two of them? Oh, Jamie, recommendation for you, which I totally missed my opportunity. While you're watching it, do you have a Twitter account? Uh, I might. You need to live tweet your responses because (laughs) I was watching it and I um, am good friends with Kristen, you know, the former Horse Nation editor. And I'm in like this group message with her and with the founder of the Western Thoroughbred, um, Caitlin Bradley. Right. So like great people where we talk all the time and I'm on Facebook Messenger as I'm watching this. And I'm like literally getting they're like my they're getting my like stream of consciousness reactions to this movie. <laughs> and and Kristen's like, why did you not live tweet this? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, that would have been amazing. So my recommendation to you is go find your Twitter password and live <laughs> reactions because it will be worth it. I uh, Yeah, it, it's like my mama said one time. She goes, when I tweet, who sees them? Nobody, mama. <laughs> like, that would be what happens in my live, my Twitter. But so like, yeah. that would go viral. Because, we'll again, need to have you do it on the Horse Radio Network account. With 20,000 oh, followers. Go. There you that, go. There no, you no, but I want to like it. I want to be positive about it. I want to, I want to. All right. How about I, we both watch it at the same time and we'll tweet back and forth. Oh, you need to do this. Because again, <laughs> my live tweets literally would have been, these are thoroughbreds, not Mustangs. I'm Googling it. Like, <laughs> or, yeah. there's the broken horse girl, of course. Why don't you live tweet? Why don't you live tweet, not so live tweet, uh, you, the messages you sent the group one at a time. <laughs> I took the good, the like safe for work ones and put them in the horse nation article. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> now I got to go look at that. Read the whole, I didn't want to read the article cause I don't want spoilers, but I feel like, yeah, you can honestly, if you read like the first few paragraphs, it doesn't spoil anything. Cause I like assume, you know, the story of black beauty. Well, not yeah, only but that, I feel you like know this is the, not the story, story the girl's broken. She finds a horse. She fixes the horse. They both live magically ever after there. I told the story. <laughs> Does anybody get bothered by the fact that in the poster of black beauty, she is cantering down the beach. Number one, without a helmet. And number two, the horse has a flash noseband and the flash is hanging Six inches, like it's like six inches lower, like the, the, the end of the flap. Why didn't they Photoshop that out? Or like, come on, you know, there were horse handlers on set. Like there have to be, it's not just like, here's a horse and they walk away and the producers and director like deal with these horses. Right. You would think like the handlers are like, okay, that's not the way that tack goes. Or the fact that, can I just please get her out of that chair seat. Oh my God. Put your heels underneath <laughs> your hips for God's sake. <laughs> See, this is what you need to like, to like, <laughs> these are the responses that every horse person has when we watch these. Okay. All right. That's enough. I've had enough negativity. I'm going to watch this. I'm going to love it. <laughs> but again, you're, the whole time through it, you're going to be like, this is cheesy. Like this is like what we do with horse movies. We ruin them. And then at the end, you're going to cry. Okay. All right. Thanks for that. Thanks, Deanne. Appreciate it. Horsenation.com. 
Have a great day, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Now, I do know that you help. What helps stay keep you in the saddle is a really good saddle pad that you have from Eco Gold, right? I love Eco Gold. No slipping, no sliding, no problem. Eco Gold secure saddle pads are engineered to keep the horses back comfortable while keeping the saddle in place for a safe, competitive ride. They have impact protection through the seat, and ultra thin flaps provide the rider with better communication and a more stable riding position. Available in English and Western styles, shop the entire collection ecogold.ca yes i love my eco gold pad and they are worth it and i do love that thinner thin because you're wearing you're using a mono flap you don't want to like a thick pad underneath it and it's like thick where it's supposed to be and fleece where it's supposed to be and then thin where it's supposed to be it's awesome very good check it out eco gold that's and here's another horse radio network holiday gift idea Okay, our last batch of gift ideas from smaller retailers that you can support today. Spectrum Saddle Shop. They have, get this, a BOGO carrots deal all day. That's right. Buy one, get one. Carrots deal all day at Spectrum Saddle Shop. You're definitely going to want to check that out. I know you all love carrots. Horse Holster. Our good friends over at Horse Holster, Brooke and the gang, have $5 off plus a free crossbody strap plus 50% off a medical pouch. That's their newest product. You can find all of those at horseholster.com. Jennifer wears hers all the time. She went to a ride over the weekend and was wearing her horse holster for her phone, not for your Gun. This is for your phone. Um, <laughs> another one, Tack Room Treasures, 20% off the entire line of Back on Track products. Jamie, how often do you see Back on Track products on sale? Like Not very often. Not very often. You should buy them no, all. Not very often. So I will put that in the show notes as well. So you can find the coupon code there for 20% off all the Back on Track products. And if you mention you heard it on Horses in the Morning, you get a free gift with purchase. So do that too. Uh, I will post that in there. And everybody knows the Back on Track products and they are not cheap. So if you can get anything off, definitely do that. The last one, and they've been an advertiser on Radiothon for the last couple of years, Oak Bark and Chrome, which is a very nice line of purses and gifts and just really nice stuff, is 10% off and a free multifunctional face cover. What else would you use it for, by the way? A multifunctional face cover? Yeah. I don't know. What other function does it have? Sifting uh, your spaghetti? I don't know. I want to know now. I want to go to Obark and Chrome and find out what a multifunctional face cover is. I don't know. I don't know. But you can go there. You can go to Obark and Chrome and check it out. And I can't find a multifunctional face cover. So... Uh, but they have lots of other great gift ideas. Uh, oh, multifunctional face cover with pocket. Oh, it's like a gator one. So it, oh. it covers the neck too. So it keeps your neck warm. That's okay. what it is. And it's I very thought maybe stylish. I could put it looking. on you to get you to stop talking. <laughs> we can do that too. But we're Multi- not done talking because after the show, I have something that I have, I have uh, pulled up for the auditor post show. So definitely hang around for that. Oh, boy. But that's it for today. I thought, you know, in this look back at Radiothon, which I'm still kind of missing now more than ever, um, I thought I would play another song out that was done at Radiothon in the year 2016. And we're also setting up some trivia competitions and stuff for this month. We're going to keep it a little lighter this month. And everybody's had a tough year. 2020 is, uh, you know, still sucks for a lot of people. So we're going to keep it a little lighter and we're going to hopefully just uh, help you be entertain the year away. That's our goal for this year. Jamie, thanks so much. I miss, uh, I miss doing this with you on, on Radiothon, but let's do it next year. 
I will be here. All right. Sounds good. Maybe. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> I don't we'll... know if I'll be here at Radiothon, but I'll be here. Yeah, you'll be here. You'll definitely be here. You'll be here at Radiothon, too. All right. You got to come in one of these years and join the real party happening here. I know. Someday we'll, you know, someday you'll be comfortable guys, with uh, strangers in your house. Canada. Merry Christmas to all the hosts from HRN. We made a song about Scooter the Pony, and here it is. Scooter the Hothead Pony had a very steamy head. And if you ever drove him, you would probably wind up dead. <laughs> <laughs> All of the other ponies used to play and flick their manes, but Scooter the Hothead Pony would bite and buck and rear again. Then one balmy no Florida night, Glen Hebert came to say, Scooter with your head so hot, are you going to pull my card or not? Then all the ponies loved him. Glenn Heber shouted out with glee. Scooter the hothead pony. You didn't even injure me. Merry Christmas, guys. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, my God. The kids are so cute. Ah, adorable. All right. Uh, so uh, thank you, auditors, for hanging around. We appreciate it. So, you know, this time of year is the time to buy gifts. And we always have a distinction between what horse girls want and what other girls want. I was going to say regular girls. Maybe I should say regular girls. Uh, you can go with that. I'm okay yeah, with it. Yeah, what other girls want. So I was looking for lists, and I found this one. It's the best, best luxury gifts for women with style. Ooh, now I knew you clearly didn't, me. You didn't qualify for this, but I thought I could have you chipe in here. Uh, and this is Bizarre Magazine. Did you know Harper's Bazaar is still around? I didn't know that was still around, but apparently it is. And they're doing articles like this one. So uh, the paragraph that highlights what the uh, products are here says, shop gifts for the most discerning women in your life. That means expensive Spoiled rotten women, by the Discerning. way. Discerning, yeah. yeah. That means don't date them. Yeah, that means spoiled rotten. Uh, from your mother to your sister, or do we care say, per, or per, dare say, perhaps yourself? So here we go. And then they, they quote Oscar Wilde as saying, I have the simplest taste. I'm always satisfied with the best. <sighs> I My first fiancé was one of these discerning women. And oh, yeah? It cost me a ton of money. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> so that is why maybe I went the exact opposite with a horsewoman who's so frugal that she she goes still goes to Goodwill. Maybe that's why I did it. Well, I'm thinking about you, it. You went the opposite. I yeah. went totally opposite. Would you buy a silk insert wool blend herringbone coat for those cold nights out that you're going to the opera? Do you uh, know what the problem is? Stop you. I don't even know what that is. It's a, one of those long, fancy coats that you wear over your cocktail dress to go to the opera. And it's by Valentino. Care to take a guess what this silk uh, wool blend herring coat is going to cost you? I, I don't know. I couldn't $4,800. Oh, well, I wasn't going to go that high. <laughs> so there's a saddle, a really nice saddle right there. How about a love necklace? You like to be loved, right, Jamie? Um, I love it. You know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. The only people that get things that say hearts, have hearts on them or say love, 
anytime you see that, it's a gift. Nobody ever buys themselves things like that. That's true. That is true. That's a good point. And it's mostly a discerning woman. Uh, a discerning woman. <laughs> this is by Cartier, by the way, uh, for $13,800. And it's basically a gold band with what looks like screws in it. I, I don't get it at all. I, I don't know. I can't help you. How, how much have you paid? What's the most you've paid for a pair of sunglasses? Oh, I'm a truck stop sunglass girl. I mean, I think I had to pay $9.99 one time, and it stung. Because why do we not pay for a lot for sunglasses? Because we are horse girls, and we put them on our head, and then they fall off when I look up, and or the I horse look down. steps and on them, I and then they're broken. Thing, right. And exactly. then they're scratched, or they get <laughs> exactly. whatever. All or the they're things. lost in the pile of junk in your car. One of the two. Yeah. Well, this, and I probably have paid 30 or $40, maybe. This is a pair of Legrand Blizza Mix sunglasses, and they look wooden, actually. I don't know. They must be metal, but they kind of look wooden. They look very 3D glasses that you get at an amusement park. Think of that. That's what these yes. kind of look like. They're, okay. They're Louis Vuitton for $730. I mean, you could have stopped at Louis Vuitton. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, I could have stopped there. And, you know, tacky Christmas sweaters. Everybody has a tacky Christmas sweater. Well, and we all usually pay 40 or 50 bucks because we know we're going to wear it once for that Christmas party. And you're, you're not going to wear it again, maybe not even the next year. Because you can't show up with the same tacky Christmas sweater. You have to get a new one. That's well, true. You know what? That's not how it's going to go for me. I found a really awesome unicorn techie Christmas sweater. So I'm a unicorn Christmas sweater? Yes. Yeah. It's like a unicorn prancing across like a Christmas tree. I don't know. It's a, it's Do a, like you prize. You're so Oklahoma. You probably all have the same pajamas you wear on Christmas Eve. No. There was a long hesitation there. Well, I was trying to think, like, I don't even have pajamas because here's what I do is I basically sleep in T-shirt and sweatpants. (laughs) There's nothing glamorous about my sleepwear. What should I buy, Glenn? You should buy buy the floral stripe cashmere jumper. It's a sweater. But it comes with the whole fancy frilly neck collar that looks like you live live in Elizabethan times. Okay. Uh, And that will cost you a mere $1,670. Now, I once went to Bermuda when I actually had money, and this is pre-Jennifer, and we did a company trip to Bermuda, and I actually bought a a Bermuda sweater, you know, they're known for their cashmere sweaters, and I probably paid $150, and I think that's one of the most expensive pieces of clothing that you put on my top that I've ever had, and I think I wore it three times because it was hot. (laughs) It was really, really hot. Okay. All right. How about a Jackie 1961 mini hobo bag? It's a purse from Gucci. Uh, But it's Jackie Onassis 1961 mini hobo bag. By the way, anything that's $2,000 shouldn't be called a hobo bag, by the way. (laughs) No. What's the most you've ever paid for a razor that you actually shave your legs with? I die. What do people pay for razors? I don't know. I get them at Costco. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, a bag of them for $10. So this is a matte gold sensitive skin razor. And it's one single razor for the chic shower experience, because every girl wants one of those, uh, for $75. Now, Mm. when it gets dull, I don't know if you have to replace the whole razor or you can get new blades. I'm not quite sure. (laughs) 
So I have uh, one more. Now, this is actually... It actually is pretty. I will give it that. It is pretty. It's a, it's a, a Bulgari serpentine ring. It's a ring that looks like a snake full of diamonds. So, yeah, it kind of does look like a snake, actually, and it's full of diamonds. Uh, full of diamonds. Okay. It doesn't say how many carats it is, but it's a lot of carats. And that'll cost you $6,800 if you want a rake or, or a ring shaped like a snake full of diamonds. There you go. The only way to have a ring shaped like a snake is if it's full, full of, diamonds. of diamonds. They have an umbrella for $150, oh, by the way. That's in there, too. So, yeah, the list goes on and on and on. <laughs> Does somebody actually buy this stuff? They must. I mean, somebody, you know, something's only worth what somebody will pay for it, so. They must. I don't know. I don't know. But there you go. And their list, I mean, they have the most tacky, god-awful pair of snake leather. It's snake effect leather knee boots. It's not even made out of snakeskin. It's fake snakeskin leather knee boots for $660. And they are god-awful <laughs> ugly. Let me tell you, they are god-awful ugly. That sounds awesome. Oh, there you go. So there, if, if any of those interest you, I will not put the link in the show notes, and you can go find it yourself. Uh, what a deal. Yes. So uh, there you go. And I'm sure you're looking forward to getting a whole lot of tacky gifts this year. So I want all of those things. <laughs> not. What's the most you've ever spent on like a piece of clothing? Man, I. Uh, horse clothing doesn't count, right? No, I'm talking to like people clothes, like regular clothes. I remember I went to. I had money and I went to um, Macy's or Rich's or Macy's, wait, Macy's, Macy's. And I walked in and they had this brown tank top, but it was like, had like some cool like stones on it. And I remember I paid $40 for a tank top and I still to this day remember that. What about you? I think that a suit probably, you know, in my suit days, I used to buy a lot of suits because I was in them every day. Well, yeah. I was thinking kind of frivolous. Yeah. No, I mean, but a suit, I think the most I ever spent on a suit was $300. <laughs> dress for what's that you're gonna like the way you look I guarantee it <laughs> now i'd get them taken in a little you know i'd get the tailor to do some stuff with them but i wasn't spending a thousand dollars on a suit no no because i would trash them i would spill crap all over them i was driving You'd around like michael scott and get this suit um from the sales rack but accidentally buy girl suits did you do that <laughs> no i never did that i never quite did that uh, Jennifer, I can't. I, her probably high is maybe a hundred dollars on whatever I was. I don't know. But good it, times. It, Goodwill doesn't sell much over a hundred dollars, so there's that. Amazing. <laughs> all right, that's our show for today. Thanks, y'all, all for right. listening. Appreciate it. Cool. Love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>